you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Around the NFL podcast will host the 2025 NFL Draft. At Mark's Rental Property, from the Chris Wessling Podcast Studio, it's Around the NFL. I'm Dan Hansis. I got some heroes here, Greg Rosenthal and Mark Sessler. And wow. What a two, the draft week is off to a flying start. We had our sandwich props. MJD came in. Then Kayvon Thibodeau, potentially a top five pick in the draft. He shows up out of nowhere. We talk about Erica and her future. That was a, a major moment in the podcast recent history. And Greg, we're just getting started because that was all just an appetizer. Right. Like Erica's future. Okay, great. Like, that's cool, but... <laughs> Now we're talking mock draft it's with like, Mark Sessler. Ooh, potential number one overall pick. Ooh, like one of the greatest uh, Jaguars of all time. Ooh, whatever. Be greatest. Uh, how about the greatest mock drafter in the history of mock drafters? It's Mark Sessler. <laughs> the moment is yours, Mark. The floor is about to be yours. No one is going to get in your way. No one will be talking over you. This is your moment to shine. It is the 2022 Mark Sessler mock draft, and I know you're excited. It's been an incredible process. Um, <laughs> one that I, you know, you think, oh, I'm just it's a road activity. We've done this before. Sure. Just follow, you know, paint by numbers. Well, this year has been very different. Um, you know, I have had to change the way that I approach this, and Take I've done that. Take us through it. Take us through it. Yeah, well, I'll tell you that, you know, of course, like uh, like a mitochondria or something, there's a lot of osmosis. Um, you're, you're hearing different information for months. Right. Um, some from, you know, well-established birds inside of buildings. Sparrows. Sparrows. Um, some not uh, from those sources. Not right. NFL buildings, to be clear. Just actual uh, buildings. Some buildings. Just buildings yeah. throughout. Like a KFC. Civic buildings. Their homes. Right. That's where they um, come from. Oh, like government buildings. Right. Like local government. Right. And I will say the one differentiating factor, in years past, I would build out my mock draft um, over the course of days, potentially. Sure. Which is a little different than the Lanzier lines of the world, the Daniel Jeremiah's, who actually the process begins the previous year. It's sharply different. But you are more a uh, less is more seven minute abs approach to the mock draft. <laughs> Economical. And I, I think that uh, so I really wanted to peak that uh, the difference there. So this time around. Before adding any player to team X, Y and Z, mm -hmm. I just said, I'm going to learn everything I can. And I decided to begin the process. It is right now in Los Angeles, about 1.28 p.m. I began this process putting name to paper at 3.33 a.m. when I set my alarm. I slept on the couch wow. to not disrupt family. Uh, I, I, I had the laptop poised on a, on a cushion right near my head. And the minute that the alarm went off, I began the process. The alarm was from the laptop? Well, from my phone, you know, oh, setting oh, it like a three, okay. at 3.33. You're, you're uh, painting uh, a picture uh, for sure. Uh, you, uh, do you turn the lights on or no, that might disrupt? No, I lied under a large comforter and just the light of the laptop staring Any back coffee? at me. Any coffee? Any like extra No, you're in activities. a whole different, so, you're in a different mental state. I guess state. What, what it sounds like you're saying is that we're down to about two minute abs now. 
where your day <laughs> of getting up in the middle of the night and just cramming and giving us a full or is this a full 256 or whatever or is this just the top 32 where are we at top 32 but i've added okay, a feature good. this time uh something that i have called at the end of that first round 10 locks it's that simple. So I've given you two picks plus ten locks. Ten other, ten other things right. that will happen in this draft that are um, of notable, either newsworthy weight right. or uh, just I know this player is going to this person to this team in in a later round. And you know you have to cut through the noise. It's like people trying to start a podcast in 2022. You have to figure out how to cut through the noise uh, with you having your own mock draft, millions of others. And now you have this subcategory, maybe 10 locks. Maybe we could workshop that. Maybe we could give that thing a little panache, a little sizzle. That's something to think about. It was about 4.14 a.m. when I came up with that, that subtitle. So, that yes, that we could work on that wow. next year. So All right. it, only, it only took like 40 minutes to get through the mock. Well, actually, I started <laughs> doing the math. Then he got to the I started locks. working on my 10 locks um, while... Greg and I are like red stringing this now and figuring out how <laughs> right, yeah, much time you actually put into it. Let's not dig, to it. It. Let's let's not dig to it. too deep into All right, the, so the timeline. Let's do it. The 2022 Mark Sessler mock draft. And remember the stakes here. Remember the stakes. Mark doesn't have to hit all 32, but he does have to beat Josh Norris of the Underdog Network, who set a record with 16 out of 32 last year. He's not doing 16 this year. We know that. We set the over-under when he was on the show at eight and a half. So that's kind of what we're going for. We want, we're looking for you to hit nine or 10, take out Norris. He has a mea culpa. He gets humbled. You rise up in the industry. We need 10 out of 32. Can you give us that? I hope so. And I hope that would also, you know, serve as a tipping point for my employer to actually put it on our website. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It, it, it does bother you. Um, the MJD, like, he's just, I mean, he's a good guy. He was a great guest. It, it's like he's not a draft expert necessarily. Yeah. It's, uh, Ooh, wait a second. No, I think that, that I, right. Ball. I think that the he last I'm just saying Mark right could be okay, Mister. I never played the game. I never thought I'd be siding in that uh, uh, that under the ledger, but in this case, unnecessary for a former guest. Mark, let's get going again. Ten is the goal, but we have to remember. And I did check out the, I did check out your mock last year. You had some. Like everyone else in, in the industry, you had you had Trevor one, you had Zach two. Uh, you knew Kyle Pitts; it had already been reported that the Falcons were taking him at four. Right, these barely count. You had gimmies. Yeah, and I don't see any layups here. So let's get going with the Jaguars. Who are they actually taking? I am. Uh, I know that there is a there's a factional. I wouldn't call it a split, but there's different opinions inside that building, and I'm going against Aiden Hutchinson, who I I think Shad Khan is preferring. In favor of Trayvon Walker. Oh, okay. So Trayvon Walker out of Georgia. And then to round out your top five here, you have Aiden Hutchinson, Michigan, going two to the Lions. That's sensible, which is interesting. I know you were high a little bit on the idea of Malik Willis, uh, Willis going from Liberty to the Lions. Right. That was my mark draft. Mark and mock. Very right. different. Mock draft, I have to use different information. Very good. You have uh, Sauce Gardner, uh, the Cincinnati cornerback, going to the Texans at three. You know I feel uh, pretty hot in the pants about Gardner going to the Jets, but I guess I'll have to settle for our new friend. Well, not a friend. He made it clear we're not going to be friends. Kayvon Thibodeau out of Oregon, the edge, going to the Jets at four, and then Iki uh, Akonwu um, going to the Giants, who certainly need the offensive line help. Anything, Greg, jump out to you there? Yeah, I want um, Mark, just how do you feel like Sauce Gardner fits into Lovey Smith's scheme um, versus Derek Stingley? I think Sauce Gardner is, if you're the Houston Texans, you're looking at someone who has years and years of production. He, he started as a freshman. He has never allowed a touchdown in his college career. He's played over 1,000 snaps. He can play press. He can play zone. I get that it may not be the number one fit. Eat it, Rosenthal. But you he know what? To catch you. This is a this is a home run, and if that's how Greg's tone's going to be during this, I'm, I'm going to be like him. I'm kicking him Ike out of here. Taylor <laughs> and Maurice Jones Jew, circa 2015. Yeah, I'm, unfriendly. I think because Lovey, it's like a little bit more of a zone thing, and Stingley, some people think is maybe more of a zone type of corner. And well, so that's, that's if you believe argument. that that's that Lovey Smith's going to be there for the next five years too. I, I think that they're going to go player over current scenario. I think Greg, I think it's good at this point to also factor in. And remember that Mark's mock draft represents us as well. 
So what we're trying to do is raise Mark up. We don't want to expose Mark, which I think was your, I, your goal I've been there. Ra- you guys are weird. <laughs> I've been raising Mark dead up, on by Dan. Mock, mock up this whole time. What I want is our uh, listeners. All right, Stinky to, Davis. I know what you were doing our, there. Our listeners, I want them to learn. And I know that maybe Mark hasn't studied as many hours, but the, the studying he did, did is incisive. <laughs> and we should find Those out. Those 44 minutes were. Thank you, Greg. That really registers. <laughs> All right. It was a good answer. Now, we talked about it with MJD yesterday. He, he, in in an insane turn of events, he has four quarterbacks going and five picks in the back of the top 10. You're not quite at that level, but it gets saucy. You got Kenny Pickett going to the Panthers. There's a lot of buzz there, obviously. They need a solution, and they've perhaps boxed themselves into a corner. So they go and take Kenny Pickett, the first quarterback off the board. Then we have our first trade, Ricky Hollywood, and it's. And it's another quarterback, Mark, and I'll tee you up that way. So, this uh, if this happened, I, I don't see an, another mock draft out there with this scenario that the Pittsburgh Steelers, who typically don't do this, make a trade with the New York Giants at number seven to jump up and take Malik Willis. Why do I think they'd like Malik Willis? If, if he fell to them at number 20, I think they would just take him. Um, we've been hearing Mike Tomlin talk about mobility and athleticism at the position for months. And that's Malik Willis. And I think why I did this trade here at number seven, it's aggressive. I get that. It's probably unlikely. But at number eight, you've got the Atlanta Falcons, who I think are a real target for Malik Willis or a quarterback in general. Jumping ahead. Then you've got the Seattle Seahawks at number nine. So I think the Steelers are saying, and Kevin Colbert in his final lever pull says, is this atypical for for Steelers country? Yes, but we're going to go for it. We're going to go up there. It's only 13 spots. We'll get our guy. I thought about this when we did our sandwich props uh, because a lot of people are saying it, and it was almost too many people were saying it, so I stayed away. But I definitely buy into that. Ozzie Newsom did it with Lamar Jackson famously, that he's going to want to have – you just take a swing on a legacy pick, and if and if he flames out, no one's going to remember you had a great career anyway. But I, mean, Kevin, I think people will remember you went out on a stinker if you, uh, if you draft that a quarterback will be, bust. Yeah, but it won't ruin the man's legacy. But if you hit on it, if you hit on it, then you you burnish your legend even further, and then you have another trade, Ricky, at number ten, and I'm falling in love. Ah, uh, yes. So at number ten. That's where we thought the Jets, <laughs> they might go get their wide receiver. Instead, the Jets manufacture a monster trade with the Seattle Seahawks Ooh. for DK Metcalf, a sure thing. Whoa. Oh. We, we like a lot of these rookie wideouts. The Jets have been chasing premier veteran wide receiver talent all offseason, swinging, missing. This time they get it. And it's actually the pick that I believe Jamal Adams uh, went went back to New York for they, Seahawks got the pick Seattle back. gets it back and they take Jamison Williams to start to begin. They truly are in a rebuild, but it's with young players on rookie contracts. The jets get what they want. They have Corey Davis, Elijah Moore. You had DK Metcalf to the mix with Braxton Berrios and Tyler Lockett is paired with Jamison. Is Williams. this a one for one oh. trade? Is it, or is it the jets They're, giving more than just the first? Uh, they the give more, overall. but I it's, it's, Pass round one. That's the, and they, they didn't have to give away their number four. They give. I think they want if they want to move for someone. I think it's that number ten pick they want to use. I could I could see it. I think if a team was willing to give up the top ten pick, the number ten pick, it, the Seahawks would be interested. You might even have to give up a little more. Who knows? Uh, I think if the Seahawks come out of this draft like they do on Mark's mock draft, which means it's going to happen uh-huh. with Derek Stingley and Jamison Williams. I think they could convince themselves that this was a smart move, even if I am, am dubious about it as much as I like William. And yeah. it should be known that the trade, and I'll, and I'll get to why this is so important in just a moment, Mark. The reason uh, the trade of Tyreek Hill that the Jets com- thought they had completed with the Chiefs was for two second-round picks. So that would tell us that Joe Douglas, the general manager, would be in a situation where he's willing to part with a top-ten pick to get DK Metcalf, who to me is a great player, but a lesser player than Tyreek. And I think it's it's a big gamble by you. And you know why it's a big gamble? Because as Josh Norris told us on the show, Mr. 16 out of 32, the, the key to having a successful mock draft is you nail the top 10 and then you match player and team fits for the rest of the, the draft. So if you, if you miss and swing and miss on some of these big trade predictions, 
you're done. You're, you're cooked. T- I, I would I would lose all but credibility I respect, if I had any. I absolutely respect that you're taking those swings. I just saw like the air swings. go out of Mark's body as you were explaining. I, well, you know, when I put this together, you know, over the course of 56 minutes or so, like um, <laughs> I was like, I wanted this to be a memorable ex- 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 exercise. Although what? the Steelers trade is where I think you're being smart because. Yeah, maybe they don't trade up to seven. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. But either way, Malik Willis, Pittsburgh Steelers, you just need that to match. You get and that. You, you still get, get it. credit for yeah. it, even if it's at 16. And the Steelers have been so transparent over the last few years where everyone always seems to know their pick. And everyone's always like, well, they can't just like be that transparent about it again. And it's like, yep, they are actually <laughs> that transparent. Um, Ricky, I, and I know you're one foot out the door now. Uh, with the podcast, and we're upset about it, but also maybe you're not uh, dotting the I's and crossing the T's. Apparently, it looks like we have 500 people in a studio audience here with us, and I'm just curious if uh, that's following Los Angeles County guidelines for COVID testing. Mm. During this critical time. Yeah, everyone's been tested, vaccinated, double boosted. Boosted. I'm sure double Eric boosted. is all over that. Um, yeah, I'm having them. They're, I'm fighting them off back here. Everyone's, they're all boosted. Yeah, everyone's. Everyone's. Cool. I, st- I stopped by the CVS uh, last week to go get a double boost before. There you go. You got the jam. A little extra. Yeah, a little extra. So everybody got the jam here. <laughs> get some tweets. Tweets about that. Whoa. Oh, look at you! Another uh, another pony being led to slaughter with the Fauci jab. <laughs> Whatever, bro. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get back on target. Do we have to take a break, Ricky? Yeah, I was actually going to ask <laughs> Ricky's you like, that, oh, we were still, like, I still have to do that, too? We've only been going 14 minutes. Oh, then let's keep going. Let's move. Greg, I know I want to kind of pivot to you uh, on this. There are some picks. Let's look at the 11 to 20. Anything jump out to you? Some superlative? Yeah, Greg Rosenthal, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Really great to have him here. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to just ask you a question kind of throw this in the category of like the oh no mark didn't picks and uh that would be garrett wilson to the chargers at 17 there's one where you have garrett wilson actually as the fourth wide receiver off the board behind jameson williams behind drake london behind chris olave so you are saying that the nfl doesn't respect Daniel Jeremiah, Ooh. who had Garrett Wilson ranked in his top five and the re- other receivers way behind him. But the Chargers, which maybe you're trying to say Daniel Jeremiah is running as a shadow operation, uh, takes him after he slides all the way to seven. Well, I think you nailed that from wire to wire. <laughs> That's absolutely what my, where my thinking was. It's well, that. It's good. I'm telling you, Mark's, Mark has no time to waste with the mock draft this year. Everything is going to be insightful and he's not gonna he's not gonna mess around he's not looking to be uh, hiding in the bushes on this everything is right there in front of you do you think that saints fans would be happy with a chris olave trevor penning combination at 16 and 19 penning gets me a little concerned in general not saying that couldn't happen but i think penning like from what i've read about him is a nasty dude and i kind of like that for the saints that you know Trent armstead is out the door so point mark Thank you. I I don't I I think it's a need. I mean, I think the other thing is that like it sounds like wide receiver quarterback. Maybe okay. something is to come with the Saints. We'll see. But I, I I like the idea of getting an oh. offensive lineman. I do like Chris Olave for for the Saints. Just so and where people can find this on the internet somewhere, not at NFL.com. My thought was we would maybe screen cap it and send it out with a link to the show because we're not going to okay. cover every So pick. check it out yeah. on the Around the NFL Twitter page, I'm sure. On Instagram, uh, you can see the full 32. They won't I, be pinning that. I want to throw a few more out there from the top, uh, the, the middle here, 11 to 20. You have Kyle Hamilton going to the Commanders. Uh, Jermaine Johnson uh, going uh, to the Vikings. Charles Cross to the Texans. Um mentioned Drake London going to the Eagles. You have a run at wide receivers there, London, Olave, Wilson, and uh, then Traylon Burks. And yet another trade. Again, this is this is what I talk about when I talk about Mark is not here to compete. He's here to win or lose badly. So we have the Tennessee Titans trading up to 20, uh, where the New York Giants had sat after trading with the Steelers. So the Giants are friendly to moving around that second first pick of theirs. They get Traylon Burks. And I did talk to uh, Gravedigger, who is right now um, 
fast at work on a different scenario. Here were his comments. I'll give them to you quick on getting Traylon Burks. He said, "You want to give a little more cl- uh, fast at work on a different scenario? He's well, just working he on a different work. project. He he's actually work. working on on no, a, just, yes. Just, okay, yeah. he is hard at work. He's a he's an industrial person. <laughs> I love Traylon Burks. He says he's a fast great fit a in the scenario. offense. He's a he's a great fit in the offense because he can play in the slot or out wide. And I, and according to Gravedigger, I actually predicted he would be the Titans' first Whoa. round pick on my Titans podcast that came out." today. Whoa, well, which that is carries Tuesday. weight. It we does. know that. Good, so we're in lockstep, good you know, psychically even. I, I, you know, I had put a sandwich on Ritter going there. That's the number 20 pick. I think that's really interesting because one thing I thought about it, what if Malik Willis goes before the Steelers? What if they can't trade up to it? And uh, we've heard Pittsburgh likes a mobile quarterback. They could also be a spot there to take Desmond Ritter, but in this case, it's a trade for the Titans. I don't know. He seems almost too much like a um, like a poor man's A.J. Brown trailing Burks to me. That, that why, why get another one? But maybe that's just the kind they like. Well, they may not have A.J. Brown forever either, but Ooh, that's, TBD. Maybe it's an A.J. Brown replacement. I well, like that's that. That's a great Point, Mark. Unbelievable. I got to say, Mark, I'm uh, loaded. I'm not happy. Another another one I would throw in the category of like, oh, no, Mark didn't. You, you gave the Patriots like another undersized cornerback. Well, I don't think Trent it's, it's not everyone loves him. Um, but the Patriot, the next <laughs> Patriots pick for an undersized cornerback in the first two rounds that works will be the first one. I, that just seems like a boring pick at a time when I want some sizzle from one of these wide receivers. I hear what you're saying. I mean, you've lost J.C. Jackson. But you've got to address the position. It's not that. It's not the deepest cornerback class after you get a couple in. Not to mention, Mark, that that's part of the Patriots draft day drama. There's always it's always a bit of a head scratcher. Not always, but sometimes. And then oh, and people love yeah, McDuffie. Then he ends and he's up a being a player, and away we go. Right. People love McDuffie. That's a totally logical spot for him to go. It's almost too logical. It's just like, hey, let's take another small guy who plays multiple positions, but he really he's really tough. Greg's worried. I mean, he's 5'11". I wouldn't mind. Hey, how about you just wait like and and take someone, you know, get J.C. Jackson, you know, as an undraft. Where did you have Bill Belichick in your most recent GM power rankings? I think I put him 10, and I got a lot of people generous. saying that he was too high. Yeah, that too it was high. too generous. <laughs> and then I had a lot of Patriots fans saying, like, how dare you this is a that big, he's too low. It's, uh, how many picks do the Pats have this draft? This is a big draft for them. They have to – they obviously got better last year, and then things ended terribly. I want to see which direction the Pats go as they continue year three away from Tommy. In fairness, they had their best draft in at least nine years – uh, since the Hightower Chandler Jones draft, maybe since like 2004 last year. I mean, Mac Jones, Christian Barmore, Ramondre Stevenson, they kind of nailed Stack that. a couple of those and the Bills, they'll One be hot on their heels. So that, that rose his ranking up to 10? He was lower before that? or I don't know. Okay. You're just a little non All right, we're just uh, getting started here with the Mark Sessler mock draft. We will be right back after this break to finish out the first round before we get to Mark's Locks. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. All right, we are back. Let's hit the, the balance of the first round. Uh, let's see. You have, yes, Jahan Dotson going to the Packers, so they fill the wide receiver need. They have two wide rec- They have two first-round picks. Some people are saying they're going to take two wide receivers. I think that's a little too cute. That's too cute by half. I don't think that's how With you. organizations typically work. I have a superlative for you, Mark, which is the awkward superlative because you are buying in on the Brees Hall running back to Bills hype train that's rolling uh, just yesterday on our show. I completely dismissed that. Uh, with gravitas. Right. Well, is it awkward for me or for you? I think for both of us. Okay. I think it, we're, it puts us at loggerheads. It does. It does. Uh, late in the first round. Tough place to be. Yeah. I but. like that idea for the Bills, though, because I, I get what you're saying yesterday about, you know, you must address defense, but I'm more like strength on strength. Take this explosive, unstoppable offense and add a piece that might just make them Maybe they would have scored more points in that playoff game they lost versus worrying about the cornerbacks and the safeties. I, I like a lot of the picks that you made here at the end. Dotson to the Packers. They usually don't draft small guys, but he he would be a good value there. Linderbaum to the Cowboys. Uh, They always seem to get like the future All-Pro that falls way too far, and that seems to be where uh, Linderbaum might go because he's a center, and there's not a lot of center needs Zion Johnson. But I gotta zero in on your trade to end this thing. The Saints getting Desmond Ritter in yes. a trade. Unbelievable. Yes. What a way to finish. You finished with style. And if you want to, like a little bit of like, how does the first round sausage get made? You want to take a quarterback at 32. If you have that need, you get that extra year of control as a first round pick. I will. I'll spin it into another reason why the Lions, who, you know, they need to look for their quarterback as well. They did something rather cunning here. I mean, or I project them to. They allowed the Saints to get back into number 32 and take Ritter. Who Calm gives- down. Who gives the Saints that quarterback who they might have taken higher up, but he's fallen to them, which I think is which they like and they're willing to move up for him. But the Lions in one of my locks, I'll just tell you right now, in round two at number 34, take Matt Corral because they don't have to pay that. They, they don't have that first round money and all that stuff. Now, you don't get the first mm. you don't get the fifth year option either. But that's a, that's that tricky for some teams. They're willing to take him in round two. That's a, it's quite a risk. I guess they would have to be confident that the Saints weren't taking Ritter, I mean, Corral at 32, but I like that the the Lions just picking up picks, making uh, other GMs look like fools. Exactly. Absolute fools. And it kind of makes sense because the Saints and the Lions have a lot of shared DNA. Dan Campbell was in New Orleans for a lot. Aaron Glenn was there. And so I think they would get along. They'd be the type of teams that would make a trade. All this, right. This is this is strong stuff. So there's the, there's the first round. And again, you could get it on Twitter, Instagram, all over. It's like, internet. oh, Bucks fans, you didn't say our pick. Uh, it's Dax Hill. It's Dax Hill. You got Dax. And uh, any other fans uh, of teams that we didn't mention? Tough luck. Check no, out. Look it out. Just it's simply, you know, travel the online labyrinth to find this song. Get on that oh, information superhighway. The ATN podcast. Big Al gave you. On right. Instagram. The ATN pod. Let's do a little 10 o'clock delight for Mark Sessler's locks. Go ahead, Mark. Run down the list. All right. Baker Mayfield to the Seahawks for a fourth rounder is like what that. will happen okay. after all this business ends. Dra- De- after the draft? After the draft. Okay. Like, I mean, that once we know that they're not taking the quarterback. Debo Samuel, not traded. Yep. A.J. Brown, not traded. I already mentioned the Lions. Matt Corral. Can I just I Yes. I'm not buying. I think Debo could still be on the move. I think he will be traded, but... Well, you Niners are get, saying clearly get, we're not trading them. They're not. They don't seem. I just into don't it. know if the Niners actually hold the cards. That's I, not I how just it works went anymore. with my feelings on that. Um, the Titans will move into Chicago's spot at number nine and take Sam Howell, quarterback, in a trade. 
The Jets in round two take N'Kobe Dean, linebacker out of Georgia. Uh, I love his feet, and he's really a good bender. Then Gang Green. I love this for them. Three picks later at number 38, take Tyler Smith, offensive tackle, who surprisingly slipped out of round one. I like that. That gives a him a little on the Jets. Feels little like Mackay. Well, you know, it's up to Dan. Current favor to some degree. It's also, yeah. the, this is a, a lot of draft value for Gangrene. It's a huge draft for them. The yeah. Colts, we know they need a wide receiver. I think they get value at round, at round two at number 42 out of Sky Moore out of Western Michigan. And then Cleveland in a trade with the G-Men, move up to number 36 and take Georgia wide receiver, George Pickens. How will you feel about that, Mark? I will observe it and I already, you know, there's very little feeling. I just think it's a, it, that was a it might be a That was steal. a test. Yeah. That was a test, you passed it. You aced it. I, I like You aced it. this whole thing, but I feel like Pickens might, if he was healthy, he had a torn ACL that he missed most last year, he might be the number one wide receiver in this class. Well, I mean, and meanwhile, and I know it's a new brain trust, but it just goes to show you, like, the Giants, what a free fall. Like, they're shopping Kadarius Tony. Just drafted him in the first round last year, and now you're trying to trade him. It's just like. He looked, I know he didn't produce that much, but <laughs> he moves more Does he like. Get moved? He moves more like. Everyone always compares people to Tyree Kill, and it's always stupid, I think. But Kadarius Tony moves. More like Tyree Kill in the way that he just moves different and more explosive and faster than all the NFL players around him. More than almost anyone I've seen since. There's a lot of red flags there, but man, I think now, if, you're, if you're the Chiefs, you'd be like a, a team like that. We're who's got bigger red flags team. than Tyree Kill? I mean, uh, that that makes me think Correct. maybe if the Giants are desperate to turn the page, perhaps. They could uh, secure Tony and, and and see if he could play the guitar uh, well, at Arrowhead. I read that Tony was back with the Giants now. And doing things with them. Now, I don't yeah, know. He's, he's back lifting weights and, and whatnot. I like what you did, though, Mark, um, just playing the game in terms of the mocks. You had a lot of very specific player-team combos. No one's going to expect you to nail those. But when you happen to hit on one of them, let's say N'Kobe Dean goes to the Jets, you just highlight that. That's all it takes. You put it out on Twitter. Sure. Copy paste. See ya. I'm a genius. Passive income. See you in September. Yes. <laughs> That's called a uh, mailbox money. <laughs> Scissor. Great job, Mark. Excellent work on the mock draft. And remember, uh, the goal is not 32 out of 32. Nobody does it. But if you can just get nine or ten and take out Norris, who is the who's the king. You know what? What do they call him? He's the He's the uh, king of mountain, or is it the king of mountain? If you could take him out, you will be on top. Then I become that. You are that person. I think it's a good thing to be. I think one of the two sounded better than the other, but yes. Yes, you, you're uh, the good, the better one. You uh, also, though, if you lose to him, you could be replaced by him just during draft season. But you know, it could just be like, hey, let's get Norris more in the middle. That's on my mind too. That's why I again I put a solid. I mean, I really put a solid hour plus into this overall exercise. All right. Good stuff. Any other questions, uh, Greg, you have? No, I, uh, I want, I want to hear more was what was happening by 5:30 AM. Cause at that point you're, <laughs> you're locked and loaded. Um, and you just got some time to kill in a dark house. I, have a oh, I wrapped, I wrapped the exercise by then fell into like REM <laughs> sleep and had a dream that I was falling <laughs> off a building. So, and, and one last note again, um, <laughs> Greg, this is build in the brand. It's not just the Mark Zessler brand. Absolutely. <laughs> it reflects on all of it's us. It's the ATN right. brand. If Mark goes one, gets one right, the whole podcast looks like hell. We need, we want yeah, that true. success. We need you. You're, you are carrying us on some level through this draft process. Um, so your win is our win, and your loss is going to Remember, all no, I don't love the sound of that. Remember the beach, Mark? The like film. Two sets of, no, footprints, and oh, right. all of a sudden one set of footprints. Jesus, where'd you go? Oh, bro, that was those are my. I was carrying. Right, you. sure. That, that that's you right now. I'm carrying you, or you're carrying me. Yep. Well, no, you're, 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 you're the box drafter. I'm carrying both of you. <laughs> Bet one, your ass. One well, each hand. Or or you drop us. Right in the water. You falter. Well, we'll find out what happens. All right, we'll circle back on Saturday. All right. I mean, I, lo I love Stakes are sky high, baby. They're, they're huge. Are you awake and wiggling around in my arms, or are you just sort of like sack of potatoes over each shoulder? Whatever is going on in your REM cycle is okay. what's happening. My favorite thing about this mock is like on Thursday evening when, you know, before draft week, we're like, oh, what are we going to do for draft week? 
And he's like, oh, yeah. We've got oh. Mark Sessler mock draft. And then <laughs> a, a little double dip for the ages. The other thing that happens, we're like, oh, yeah. Spice Rack. Coming up next. Stay tuned. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to be. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. Welcome back. Joining us now from the west side of Cincinnati, it's a tradition yeah. like <laughs> no other. Some people call him Bradley Allen Spicer. Some people might know him as Spice underscore Rack underscore MD. <laughs> but we know the man as Spice Rack. And he's back with his draft predictions what's up spicy gentlemen it's good to see you spicy spicy it is great to see you you're on the skype you're the only guest we've ever had on skype that's clapped to get fired up multiple times before we <laughs> fired even up, start. baby i'm fired up of course you're a, a long time uh old friend of our great friend chris wesley and we're here of in the course. chris wesley podcast studio and you were the original desert consigliere and now the yeah. draft is in Las Vegas, your old home, and you're in Cincinnati. I feel like that that's not right. You Attitude. should be there. I, I, feel like, I feel like it's not right either. I, I would love to be hosting you guys around Vegas mm. right about now. Can I make one, one note that Spicy is getting uh, more handsome? Hard to argue. I'll leave it hard right there. Argue. I just, I'm noticing hard, that right hard now. To it, hard what, to it, argue. It looks we, good. We've, take, we've mentioned many times that Thank the you. first time meeting Spice Rack was uh, disarming. Jarring. Because yeah. he's like a six foot five guy with n- nice head of uh, salty, salt gray hair. It's 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 a so. whole thing. Maybe now, not not when we first met. No, him. it's, nah, it's been coming on like a freight train. Zeuser. Salt yeah, on I top of pepper from what I'm seeing. Yeah, but in a in a good way. All right, Spicy, before we get into, because you (laughs) love the college game and you know it at a level that we can't even begin to fathom, uh, but I do want to just 
touch base about the the lead up to the Super Bowl and the, mm. your beloved Bengals and nearly taking Lombardi home and also you making um, almost like a threat that you better be on the podcast that didn't come to fruition. Are there any hard feelings on the spice rack yes. side toward the pod? Yes, absolutely. Uh, they're only directed at you. I was going to ask. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm shocked you had the nerve to bring it up right now. But uh, yes, of course, I'm upset. Of course. I would think, how about this? <laughs> There's no excuse. Who do you? This isn't, this isn't like the old days when it's a week, you know, between championship game and right. Super Bowl. Right. Two weeks. We could have found some time for spice. Can I, can I, I just throw in one thing? About. Can I throw I in one angles. thing? I had angles. Who do, you, yes. who do you text with by far the most with on this uh, right here at this table? Uh, the, all right, so we got Triple G first, no doubt, no doubt about it. Sure. Uh, uh, Cess, the Cess man, sure, is next, and you are uh, non-existent, ex- aside from, <laughs> aside from baseball postseason. I feel like that's the only connection right. we have outside. So, outside of this. if you and I have less Sadly. of a connection Sadly. than Greg and Mark, why is it then my fault? Mm. Your buddy Greggy who you guys are constantly going back and forth about things that I don't even want to know about, uh, read between the lines on that. Uh, why isn't he taking the reins and making sure you get on the Super Bowl? It's a very fair point. Why Why am I taking the heat when your actual buddy, Greggy, didn't make sure why. it happened? I'll tell you why. <laughs> because when I, when I threw it out there, about nine seconds after the Bengals beat the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, you know, the, the, the most early and on time and ahead of schedule I've ever been in my entire life. <laughs> I reached out and you, I mean, you, you, you squashed it immediately. It's true. I mean, it, it said, is the said, he sent it to I, the group and you squashed it immediately. It was over. Were, I, I, how about this? How about this? I bet I can let's, let's uh, scroll back. I, on the old. I love the fire inside of spicy. <laughs> it is uh, adorable. I mean, not adorable. I it can't is believe attractive. Dan, like Dan wild there. Dan, bring that up right now. I, I got, I'm, look, I'm looking up. at it right now. He's I trying would, to throw you off your game to make your draft the, prospect stuff worse. Don't let it happen. It says, this is spice rack. Minutes after the Bengals shocked the world to advance to Super Bowl 56. Spice Rack, demanding 30-minute segment on Bengals slash West between now and Super Bowl 56, or delete my contact info. And I responded, we can promise you the Bengals will get extensive coverage across the next two weeks. At no point, <laughs> at no point did I say that you would not be well, involved. What kind of nonsense is that? What kind of nonsense is that? I'm not going to beg. What do you think? This is the most important thing in my life? Yeah, well, that you, is a trash response, by you, the way. You demanded. But I, but I thought, and I thought for sure I had a lot to offer. Let's you know, be real, about Eddie, that I wore was... my Eddie Brown jersey to school in 1988. Listen, you know, right before the Bengals lost Super Bowl 23, I offer some perspective here. You need to go answer the landline. Ridiculous. I, Ridiculous. I, in fairness, though, we're all adults I, here, Dan. That was we're all adults. That was uh, as nice of a slap down as possible by you. It was no other way. It was a power play. It was honestly open ended. It was a power play. Neither Greg or Mark, your beloved Mark, ever said, "Hey, let's get spicy on the show." I, I at no point well, did it even come to, up. Mark is not to blame on this, <laughs> this situation. That's because I saw I saw the slap down. I was like, dang, Dan went Dan went hard immediately. And by the way, I'm not right. stepping into you're this. asking, does the old Zeuser mind wearing the black hat? I do not mind wearing the black hat. If you want me to be the you bad guy, you love it. You I'll be the bad it. guy. But I will tell you it's this: it's your favorite thing in the whole world I, to be. To by wear no the black means, hat. by no means did I want you not to be involved with that show. It just wasn't an option because we were on Radio Row all week. It was just it, there was never really a window. And guess what? Are you nuts? Guess Are you what? nuts right now? Spicy. Are you nuts? Spicy. Guess you, what? You didn't start the podcast last week. <laughs> why? Do, why do? You, why like, does every You have some now. say in the what goes on. Spicy. Spicy. How dare you I have bring a voice this up? in the room? But let me say this, spicy. If the Bengals. What about that left guard from Boston College? If the Bengals get that stop, if the Bengals get that stop, in L.A., you're on the show Super Bowl night. I promise you. I swear on the lives of my children, you're on that show. I tell you what, I might have been too drunk for broadcast. <laughs> right, that's it's part of the reason why I, I, I might not. Have, you, I took I your you demand, spicy. I, his demand when I read it, I I figured it was from a man who had been enjoying uh, the greatest win in in Cincinnati sports in in quite a long time. And spicy, just to put it, just to underline it here. 
bumming me out right this, now. Season for the ages. Spicy. Season for the ages. Great season yeah. for the ages. And this is, yeah. I think, your fifth appearance on the draft show. And we love having you every year. That's that could not be true. Now let's transition. <laughs> let's no, transition. I'm saying it goes. No, no, no. I'm saying that in terms of year, I've been doing a lot more than five years. Really? Well, time flies. Well, the Mel, well, the Melvin Gordon years when we started that. So, mm. what year was that? Sixteen. I trust Spicy on this front. I don't know. All right. Mark, a lot more hits than misses. A lot of insights. A lot more. A lot oh, more. Good luck getting a word in edgewise on this humble. show, please. All right, let's get into it, Spicy. I want to know. That's the other thing. I'd much rather talk to Sessler alone. I've said that for a long time, and I let's, mean it. Let's get into the He's, draft prospects. Spicy. Yeah, let's go for it. Greg, we can keep texting. <laughs> this is a disaster right now. Absolutely. It's bad. not on you. It is not on you. Hang in there, Spicy. Give us the guy you're standing on the table for first among all these draft prospects that Spicy's higher on than anyone else. I could sit this out if you guys want me to leave and you guys could handle it. I don't spicy. think that you're sitting this out. You've uh, we've, but we've covered plenty of real estate on, on your concerns. Going forward, I could I could excuse myself. No, I'd love to say take a hike right now, but I know how you get me back. <laughs> all right. Who so, you give us the name. Give who us who you're starting with, Spicy. I Come out you. strong. Well, I'll... I'll I'll say that, uh, Greg. You know, already sort of. Uh, you 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 mentioned my my strongest take, mm. and uh, but you know, as far as the Ritter thing, and I, I don't want to. It's much more fun to talk about guys you believe yeah. in. Go positive. You know. Let's go positive. I know you don't but like that. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. You're a Cincinnati guy. So you've watched him a ton, and you're not a fan. Let's go positive. Who do you like? Well, if we're talking if we're talking quarterback, I think there's one that's clearly ahead of everyone else, and that's Matt Corral. Mm. clear clearly ahead of everyone else um obviously the class isn't great and um between malik willis's arm strength and athleticism he's worth a shot for it for a, a franchise that's going nowhere um he he, he want, i mean he's you know he, he's a much better athlete than say like jalen hurts and jalen hurts is a very good athlete you know i mean malik willis can really move and he's got a stronger arm and he'll, I, he'll probably lead the league in interceptions not trying to pile on him he's he's worth a roll of the dice for a franchise that ain't doing nothing, but uh, you know Matt Corral, I think, uh, is a guy who uh, you know you worry about his frame because uh, in the open field he's a good runner, but in the open field he looks for contact. Sliding's got to be part of the deal immediately, um, but he stands in there and takes takes it on the chin because he he looks to throw deep and uh, his frame is just you worry about it being able to stand up. But uh, He's a, a good athlete. He can squirt away out of trouble. And, uh, I mean, he'll, he'll square up and flick one 60 yards, no problem. And Spicy. He, he's, al he's always looking deep first. Mm. So, uh, I, you know, I, I just like the guys that will roll the dice. I don't want safe and steady. You know, Jalen Hurts is safe and steady. How far are you ever going to go with him? Um, he seems more like a backup quarterback and a coach someday. But you know, uh, Matt. You know, Matt. I already picked on Jalen Hurts twice now. But uh, you compared Ritter uh, you know, to Matt, Andy Dalton too, which is a, a bad. I word. said like so, some. So some Corral Andy Dalton, is going to go Jason for it a little. Campbell. Yeah, it's going to. Oh, go. no doubt about it. He'll 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 let it rip. And I mean, uh, it. You know, you'll hear people talk about he had you know some bad turnovers. He really just had like a couple of bad games. You know, where like uh, when he had three interceptions, it was kind of like F it. I'm you know, I, who cares if I throw a fourth or a fifth? And uh, you know, that's. Not the goal, but it's, you know, there's something, I don't know if I'd call it admirable, admirable but like he, he, he's going to let it rip, you know, like he's going to, he'll let it rip. So uh, durability is an issue with him. Was, so know, spicy, but, uh, Matt Corral I, is I, the I one. See, I see him as a, as a better prospect than, I mean, because, you know, people, people say that, um, you know, like one of the knocks on him is, is, uh, 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 holy moly, Lane Kiffin's offense sort of by design I'll hit you know but hey you throw an accurate deep ball and you're never looking to go safe and steady I don't care what offense you play because he, he's the type of player who extends plays I mean he's quick he's athletic he'll make plays off script I think he was leading the SEC in rushing going into like November you know and this isn't Cam Newton or Tim Tebow is a big physical presence of the goal line he's like 61190 I don't know what he measured at the combine but you know he's not a physically impressive dude but uh yeah, I, I like him most of the quarterbacks for sure. I'm not trying to be odd, like Nolan Naraki here, but like there, he is the one quarterback where there is a lot of press about the off the field version of Matt Corral, where someone said 
the problems start the minute you give him a million dollars. There's a lot of unresolved yeah. stuff going on with him. Like, so it's, I guess the fit would really matter where he lands. You don't want to go to some wandering franchise that's going to be in and out of coaching hires. Naraki right. taking a stray in a big spot. Boom. <laughs> well, I mean, Naraki. I think we know, you know, he's, he generates headlines for some of his criticism. I don't know Matt Corral, but that's out there. Does it concern you, or are you just you just fair enough? Because I, I can't I can't really list any uh, quarterbacks who. I mean, you got that's that's a full year, full you know you, you that's a that's a real mature job. You can't really. Mm. Hey, Spike. I mean, are you finding me any of the Johnny Manziel's or um, you know Vince Young? You know, I, I don't think took things too seriously. A, a bunch of other guys who are kind of a, you know guys who didn't even really get drafted. Uh, losing my oh Chad Kelly, you know Sessler's guy. A lot of. You don't. Cole you don't Brennan. want another. Colt Brennan, though. very sad story, but he, you know, those guys who kind of screw around and don't think All right. they'll take things too seriously. I don't know. Spicy. I want to. I want to cycle back to a tweet that you have highlighted on your Twitter account from our great friend. Talk to me, Chris Wessling. I remember right, this is from uh, March 2018. I remember a conversation more than a decade ago when Spice Rack called Antonio Cromartie one of the most naturally gifted athletes he'd ever seen on a football field. Cromartie had a really, really good career in the NFL. Cromartie was big. What, what made him really, not only was he incredibly athletic, he had size. He was 6'2", 210. And now you got this guy, this Cincinnati kid, Sauce Gardner. He's 6'3", he's 190. Do you see any Cromartie-esque ability? Obviously, he's a physical match. Do you think he has that type of ceiling? Well, I'll tell you what. He, he's he got that. Yes, absolutely. And I'll tell you what. He has the um, – that same – that same, uh, you know, like that, that same uh, look in a uniform. Like this guy's just a stud. You know, it's like looks like Tarzan, plays like Tarzan. You know what I mean? Like some – some Cromartie was like that. Sean Taylor was like that. Patrick Peterson was like that. And I'm talking early, you know, like they just stood out. I mean, South Gardner, like a lot of games, the ball wasn't even going his way, but he still found a way to stand out. Like this guy's just, just a stud. You know, I'm, I'm surprised. I think like some of his testing stuff wasn't like off the charts, which kind of surprised me, but you know, the comparison is just that big athlete. That's just like, just smooth like you could you could see him being good at anything multiple positions multiple sports like just a real smooth guy like i i when i when i saw early in the year you know you, you someone's mock draft or a top 50 or whatever you, it will come your way and you see him pick being picked in the mid-20s like hell no i just don't see it i mean he's he's a, he's a ball player he's probably going top five at, he looks at, he looks at the point. Part. yeah i mean it's give it's, us some uh, of your rapid fire maybe yeah i know you know all right, off, all right. Yeah, offense, yeah, like who's gonna be lighting up sundays yeah. that you're excited about running backs receivers those type of players well you know i mean uh, receivers as far as i'm concerned is like uh this is the that first generation where we're looking at like uh all the, the guys grow up now playing receiver it's it's you get paid more it's safer you know those enforcers are in the middle of the field and running backs get the shaft so that's where guys always play running backs and a lot of times they'd uh, you know they, they'd be stubborn and they wouldn't want the position change I just feel like all these guys coming out there's just gonna be so many more hits than misses almost every year now I just think that's a position because um, because you look at like what Chase and then Jefferson right before that even like Beckham when he first it was never ever like that in the NFL that a rookie would come in even during passing booms, you wouldn't see rookies like really just blow up. And I just think we're seeing a lot more of those guys. Give us your favorites um, though. Jahan Dotson. Um, okay. I think we'll have to move to the slot, but he's the guy I like most. I, I think he's like just a bust proof player. That's a, you that's know? a big I, take. I, I mean, he's I, I, not going in the first round in a it, lot of the what's his pro comp to you. I, I, I like Tyler Boyd with upside. You know, but like I think he he he's more in the slot, but he'll hit home runs kind of, or like chunk plays. Um, he he was a one man team at Penn State. He was the only guy who could do anything. So I know he was at the top of every scouting report. And uh, man, he busted open big plays. A little like Elijah Moore, where he's a small guy that's going to play outside. And Definitely. Inside. Yeah. Yeah. Pro. Yeah. A- absolutely. Um, but yeah, Jahan Dotson I like a lot. Uh, but all these receivers, I mean, Sky Moore, I love. I mean, I, I see no way he's not going to be a hell of a ball player. Um, Mechie, I, you know, his injury situation, but I think he's a stud. I know Saban loves him, and and uh, I thought he was more the guy even than Jamison Williams. But I like that's a good Jameson Williams would be great. Yeah, I mean, I, I think all these guys are, are good. I, I really don't have 
someone that I, that I would even knock. Um, they obviously, some will bust or whatever, but, you know, just a high hit rate anymore with receivers. The tight end I love is Greg Dolchich. Um, You're not hearing I, a lot a lot about tight ends this draft class. No, not loaded, but, um, you know, that, that I feel like that's a position like the, these guys, the, the, like the receiving, not the, not the blocking receiving hybrid tight end, but like just those receiving tight ends, a lot of them come into the league, you know, good and ready to go. And, and, uh, mm. nice hair I, too, I, uh, you know, from one hair, you know, hair aficionado to another Dulcet. I, I, I'd see, I want the Bengals to grab him so much in the second round if he's available. I, I get I get these like uh, Brent Jones, Dallas Clark type vibes with him, and both of those guys played with extremely accurate quarterbacks, Steve Young and Peyton Manning, but mostly like knew where to go with the ball. Who's your jo- catch? Who's your yeah, Jonathan I, Williams Memorial uh, table pounder? Oh yeah, that's like a late <laughs> pick. You really stood for Jonathan Williams. Jonathan Williams, of course, the running back out of the Bills, fifth round pick. Spicy pound of the table didn't work out, but it's a dart throw. Obviously, it's not. There's a lot more going on that day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Who is who's, your kinda, who's the guy that people aren't talking about that you feel reasonably confident is going to be a player? Jeez, Louise. (laughs) You had to know the question was coming, Spicy. Yeah, well, you know, usually, like, you you can always find a quarterback who... uh, Cole McDonald, famously, you were a big fan of. Old McDonald. He was the the first guy cut. I I don't even think he made it to camp. I don't even think he made it to camp. (laughs) Oh, no. I forgot about old McDonald. All right, so... Obviously, there's going to be more misses than hits here. Who is who's going to change the trajectory here? Well, this annoyed Spicy, first of all. Oh yeah, I understand that. One million percent. I'm also annoyed that, that, that I barely heard Sessler's voice. I'll call the you star, on the, the phone. star of the show. I'll yes, call please. you on the phone, one on one. Ask a, ask one. Ask the final question, then, Mark. Mark, the floor is yours. Yeah, just, I want to hear just the answer to this one. Like you he have, clearly doesn't your... have one. Well, yeah, Spicy doesn't always answer. Sometimes you got to just keep moving. Sometimes he's more evasive than Johnny Depp on the stand. Well, how about th- uh, how about this? I'll, t- I'll tell you. I'll, I'll give you two guys from the University of Cincinnati. Okay. Uh, who who were so sort of not not by no means off the radar. They'll, they'll probably like day three type, maybe late day two picks. But um, Alec Pierce, the wide receiver. Oh yeah, he's. He's a home run hitter. He's, he's not going to be Johnny possession receiver. All right. And I don't think you're going to throw him the ball a ton. But he's a home run hitter. Um, One you know, thing watching play. Ritter, I was thinking the rest of their receivers are terrible. But Alec Pierce was, is a baller. Yeah, he's 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 the truth. And he's tall. And so, uh, you, you know, uh, I mean, he, he's a hell of an athlete. He can, he can sort of go up and get it. Again, you're not going to build your offense around this guy, but uh, – you know, that number two receiver who will catch a couple long ones and stretch the field. The other guy is is uh, 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 Sauce Gardner's cornerback teammate, Kobe Bryant, okay? Mm. Um, he, he's already a chip-on-the-shoulder type player. It, it's pretty clear. He, he, he sort of plays with that, that edge. But, I mean, imagine this guy just won the Jim Thorpe Award for the nation's defensive back or, you know, best defensive back. Um, unquestionably, the only guy I, in, in Cincinnati Bearcat history to do so. And, like, no one even mentioned his name or mentioned that because he happens to share the exact same position with the best defensive player in the history of that school. You know, and, and like, he, he saw a lot of action. He was always game. I mean, he was a, he was a hell of a player. Um, I could see him being, a you know, like a, you know, and maybe, maybe more in the slot. Or, or just like playing, I, he, he's a guy I want on the field for sure. So both those guys, they could be like second, third, you know, maybe more like third round picks. Um, I'm, I'm kind of like, I, yeah, I, I, I like both those guys for sure. All right. Do you have something? No. All right. Let me, before we say goodbye, he's going to give you a call. Before you say goodbye, I want a sandwich prop from Spicy. Ooh. I thought you were. All right, I got a, I got a, qua- I got a quadruple whammy uh, sandwich prop. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. My okay. Uh, there's four parts to this. Uh oh. First ever. My, first ever four team parlay as a sandwich. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it too. 
I'll wait and see. My my connection with uh, Mark Sessler will intensify over the next uh, well, however long to the end of the season. Hubba hubba. Okay. Ah. My con- my connection with Greg will uh, gradually increase. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> gradually. Okay. It was uh, just steady Eddie, Greg, like we've been going, buddy. And then Dan, <laughs> our relationship right. will plum- will you know fall off a cliff. Oh, we'll plummet. That's where we're at now. That's tough. I hope that the, I hope that's not the case. Has it not already tumbled off a cliff? All right, what's the I, I'm Con, very content, curious. Content, contention contention is brewing. Uh, and then uh, Ricky and I will stay the exact same, which is to say uh, zero relationship. <laughs> that's that's from now. Mark the clock until the end of the football season. I, I don't, texted okay. you. Right. I texted you. I don't think I can take you on this because this sounds um, <laughs> spot on. I mean, it, it, I, you're accurate. I think I'm gonna, you control right. half of it. I want to. So. I always pick what I'm rooting for, and I want to see. This be the moment that actually, instead of breaking you and Dan right. apart, brings you together. Uh, so I'll take you I on it, that, and, I, and I want to take it as a I challenge. Want closer, yeah. And uh, I'm gonna mend the fences with spicy. I'm gonna win a sandwich prop, and uh, gain a friend in the process. That's that's how I. Feel. But spicy, I want you to be sussing out the idea. Is Dan reaching out to you more and with more frequency because it's to win a sandwich? It's false, or do you feel those real feelings of friendship? You have to, you have to weigh in on that with all of us. Or internally, uh, I, I'd be happy. I'd be happy to lose this one. You know, okay. I, I would love okay. nothing more. And also, more. and also for your own, um, for your own sanity, just don't wait by the phone for Mark to call you. It's not going to happen. <laughs> well, I, I, I got to tell you, I got to yeah, speak for yourself. Yeah, I, I don't appreciate that cynicism. I don't appreciate the cynicism. No. Shoot me a uh, text Mark, when you get the phone call. Mark and I have a very uh, specific uh, and understood relationship, and. Uh, I just want to keep it. I just want to keep growing it. Even in the past, you know, 24 hours, we've been texting about a novel that we both read that we thought needs to be Whoa. created into film form. So I don't right. know where Dan's coming with that black view of the world. Just I don't, don't don't hold your breath. That's all. It's negative. We don't need. I, I, what, what do I need from you? I mean, Mark and I, we're. I mean, the bond is. It's getting stronger. And I want to see it. It's about to intensify, to according to you. So <laughs> yes. All right. That's Spice the exact you, word. You you've, got it. You've said it all. Thanks, Spicy. Thank you, buddy. There he goes. Spicy. Good one, gentlemen. I, you know, I texted Spicy yesterday, and I said, hey, do you want to do a sandwich prop? Again, that's an olive branch. Do you want to be more involved with the show? Yeah. And that's what he came back with. <laughs> it was on brand, though. He's, he's well, fired up about some of these I things. I mean, so. it, either it shows his ability to change on the fly uh, and come up with a, a you know, I found very humorous uh, sandwich prop. We've bit. never we've never had one like that before. I guess that I or I he had nothing that. planned, then he just right. went with that. That's possible too. But either way, and he had no old McDonald All Star, which that was a little I was a little disappointed about that too. But other elements of their appearance, I really didn't enjoy. I mean, I think he brings an unhinged element, yeah. and so to not be prepared for the Cole McDonald right. 2.0 pick is makes total sense. He he liked Corral. That was a hot take of these receivers. Right. I haven't heard it. I feel like no one likes Matt Corral except. For Chris Sims likes Matt Corral. That's about it. Uh, he liked Jahan Dotson best of all the receivers. That's, That's a pretty hot take. Yeah. Maybe seventh or eighth on that average on most sports. And then he, he liked the two Cincinnati guys, Kobe Bryant. Yeah, maybe it's the name that it, just people are. Kobe with a C, though. It's with a C. And a Y. That, it, that would bother me. Uh, he won the Jim Thorpe Award, and no one's in, even talking about him. And uh, he might well, be like a day, day I, two Listen, I'm fifth. not about to speak on the Cincinnati Bearcat football, but no. when the – arguably the best cornerback in the country is locking down the other half of the field. I would feel like even if Kobe was great, some people are going to say, well. I guess that shows a great mentality, though. You know you're going to get a lot of balls. You're going to get picked on. You're across the street from uh, across the field from the top 10 pick, and you compete enough to get that sure. sort of national recognition. That's the type of player you want. All Chip right. On the shoulder. All right. So there you have it. Good app. <laughs> we are now getting on airplanes. And I don't know if it's the same airplane or what, uh, but we're all heading to Las Vegas for the 2022 NFL Draft first round. We'll be there, I guess, kind of backstage or something. I don't know what the setup is, but we'll be there. We're going to talk to some of the first round picks. We're going to, of course, give you the night of the uh, round one. We'll have a recap show that will get up to you as soon as possible. Uh, So make sure you check that out. Uh, Like I said, we'll also have the Saturday night recap. 
that will be uh, a rundown of everything that happened uh, the week that was and the draft that was. So uh, be there for that. So a lot of good content. A lot of good content. Any final words? Mark, the floor is yours. I've already said enough. I mean, I've presented my mock draft. Now I let my deep research, um, my processes, and, uh, you know, months of uh, looking at the overall landscape of the NFL speak for itself. Mm. And I think I, it's fair to say Josh Norris is nervous. I think he would. Be. I think he should be. I um, I think we should make this a tradition that the mock and spicy are to- <laughs> together. Uh, it's a cha- it's a chaotic show. Nice mix. A chaotic energy. Um, I think he's yeah you know, spice rack. It, yeah, humans. They're fascinating. They're fascinating creatures here. I think the same reason why I enjoy these spice rack segments so much is the, is the exact same reasons Dan is uncomfortable with them. I me uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I enjoy the discourse with spicy. Um, I hope we can mend the relationship. I hope so. And um, if it gets worse, that's good too. Yeah. I mean, we still don't know this. The kernel of this occurred in Las Vegas years ago. I don't think I, we'll ever know that. Well, you do. I don't. I don't truly know. But maybe that's the seed of everything. I mean, it certainly went south from there. <laughs> maybe, maybe if you are like iced tea and lemonade, we're like oil and water. One of those things. That's just one of those things. You just gotta write it off. You're not always gonna be best friends with you. Them. Don't fit together. That's okay, but you are increasingly getting closer with him, so that's good. Inten- you don't, but you don't, yang. You don't believe in it, though. You don't buy into it, but that's okay. Right, you won't be calling him, though. Be honest. You're not. We've spoken on the phone multiple times. It's not. I don't know why you uh, assume that I'm just. I mean, not in fairness, and to, to throw it back to you know Tuesday show, um, where you where you did the play acting of uh, the call. Right. With, there's not a lot of phone calls going right. on in the year 2022. Right. I that in as well. People in right. their 30s and 40s and whatnot. I factor that in as yeah. well. My prediction. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go home. All right, let's go. We'll see you in Vegas. Until then, thank you to Spice Rack. Thank you to Mark Sessler for grinding it out once again. Watch out, Josh, Josh Norris. Heed the call. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual.